Hey, beautiful ladies. I hope you're having an amazing start to your December. We are, what, like a week and a half away at this point to Christmas. I hope that you are looking forward to the holiday season. So today I want to just give you some tips to say no and to not drink over the holidays, even if your family does. Hey sister, are you newly alcohol free, but you've been hanging on for dear life, hoping you don't fall backward? Or maybe you're still stuck in the cycle of over drinking, even when you told yourself you would stop waking up each day with thoughts of self-loathing is your anxiety through the roof so much that you wake up at 3am with your heart racing and negative thoughts about yourself. You hide it so well, not many people know. Girl, I get you and I see you. I'm Michelle Porterfield and for so many years I experienced all of this. Here's the deal, quitting drinking is just the first step. I believe that's why it can be so scary. We know deep down it's more. Once we see what's underneath all the covering up, true freedom is found and I'm here to help you do just that. So whether you're newly alcohol free or just sober curious, there is freedom on the other side. I can't wait to help you ditch the wine witch or help you find your mindset breakthrough and reignite your purpose after alcohol. Girlfriend, you are in the right place. Welcome to Set Free Sisterhood. So in the quick intro, you may have noticed that I said tips to say no and not drink. Because I know that there are many of you who have tried the not over drinking And that's okay, because you're going to hear me use that language back and forth to stop over drinking, not over drink, overindulge, to stop drinking, quit drinking, all the things, because I want to remind you that this is always a process, a learning experience for you, and it's yours. You get to choose how you're going to navigate it. So I have spoken before, and I will just kind of highlight over some ideas to help When we really, some of you that do have the capacity to not overindulge, which many people who don't struggle with this aren't really here. You know, I have some friends that have not really drank much, but then sometimes they do get a little bit overboard because it's the holiday season or the family drinks or some women who have really fought that battle of not drinking and not over drinking. And now they can have a glass at a one event a year. So there's so many of us listening. So I just want to touch across a lot of you in this quick moment, but then also really dive into those of you who know like, oh my gosh, I really don't want to drink. I'm 10 days in. I've been working on this. I've already got the course. I want to go ahead and get the course now to help me through this process. And I don't want to drink. So we're going to get to you in just a second. But first, if you're someone, you know, there's things like setting a limit, deciding, although it kind of contradicts the idea of what I just talked about last week is if you can't do that, then this is not for you. Sometimes I could set a limit. Sometimes I couldn't. So here's what I want you to hear. You can try any of this, but whatever you do, please learn from it. Okay. Sometimes you'll hear, you can Google stuff, alternate non-alcoholic beverages with alcohol, eat before drinking so you're more full, use a smaller glass, pace yourself, avoid peer pressure in quotation marks, 
Have a sidekick, a designated driver. Know what your triggers are. Stay engaged in non-alcoholic activities. All that is amazing and absolutely will work for someone. And that someone may be you. You may have done this before. You may be saying, you know what? I know what happens if I overdo it. I have a strategy and I'm good. Awesome. We're moving on. Today... I want to talk to those of you who really know that I'm in the throes of holiday stuff. You know, I talked about last week, our emotions are up and down. It's both. There's exciting, awesome things happening. There's stress. Sometimes there's grief and sadness. And you really don't want to drink. You know, deep down, this is coming and you don't want to drink. And you know yourself well enough because you've tried before to, to not just have a glass because you're going to overindulge. And that's why I want to speak to you today in this episode is because you've tried all this other stuff before that I just breezed through. You've tried that, you know, I did too. And it just didn't work well for me because when we have one, we want another. And then all decisions and goals are off the table because of what it does to our brain and what it does to the chemicals in our body. The decision-making part of our brain goes to sleep, okay? So that's why I believe this is so important for you to have a strategy and a plan before you put your lips to any sort of alcohol so you know I'm not doing this. I don't want to do this because even if I do, I'm not broken, broken. There's nothing wrong with me, but my brain is going to do what my brain does when alcohol hits it. And I'm not going to be able to moderate. I'm not going to be able to stick to my two glass limit, especially when uncle whoever is over there with his loud, boisterous voice talking some stupid story politics start floating around. Your mom triggers you because she brings up something that reminds you you feel like a little kid. It's just not going to work when you're drinking. Okay. So for those of you who know that you know that you know you want to say no, let's go. Get a pen out and let's do the work. This cannot be done in your head. So if you need to pause this right now, do it. Because I'm about to give you the steps and the, the map that you can work through this to get a game plan for yourself. So pause it, come back to it if you need to, when you have a pen, if you're driving or whatever. All right, here we go. First things first, I want you to write down, why do you not want to drink? Why are you already feeling this in your soul that you're like, I do not want to drink this year? Why? How does it make you feel when you drink? And what is it costing you when you overdrink? Write all that out. And I don't want little short little answers. I want you to get deep and rich with it. What will it cost you if you are 10 days in? Two days in? What will it cost you if you say to yourself, I'm not going to drink again and you drink again? Is it going to cost you connection? Is it going to cost you a bellyache, peace of mind? How does it make you feel? It makes you feel gross and outside of yourself and embarrassed and whatever. You, you name it. Your reasons can be completely different from mine. 
Okay. Next thing is I want you to write a breakup letter. And this is clearly broken down inside of the Stop Over Drinking Roadmap course. In the very beginning, when we talk about getting absolutely authentically honest and acknowledging the truth of really what's going on here, then you write a breakup letter. So briefly, what that looks like is you're going to get a piece of paper and you're going to say, hey, alcohol, hey, wine, hey, vodka, hey, whatever you drink. I'm done with you and you break up. Say, I know the holidays are coming. I know you're going to be everywhere I turn around, all the daggum commercials and all the movies and everybody sensationalizes you and makes you look cool. Well, let me tell you, you make me feel like crap. You wake me up in the middle of the night with my heart racing. I get up with a terrible headache. I feel shame. I feel guilt. I yelled at my partner last night. I was snappy with my kids. I don't even remember what we did. I thought I was connecting with friends. I'm not connecting. How can I connect when you're just consuming my body? You're not my friend. Get out of my life. I know you're everywhere I turn. You're going to be down the grocery aisle when I go get groceries and you're going to be calling out to me. Well, I'm not going near you. I'm not touching you. I'm not looking at you. You are no longer a part of my life. And that's what I want. So you need to leave me alone. And I'm not buying into your lies anymore. I'm not buying into that I'm more fun, that I'm more sexy, that I can dance better, that I have better sex. I'm not buying into any of that crap because it's bull. And you know it's bull. So we're done here. Okay? So anything like that, I want you to break up. I want you to get expressive. If you need to cry, if you need to scream, if you need to do whatever you need to do, alcohol does not love you. It is trying to control you. So break up, okay? And that's where I want this energy to come from for you. All right, next. From that letter, I want you to write a declaration. Just says, you know what? I'm declaring to God and myself and maybe someone you trust. Maybe you do have someone in your life that is your your rock, your cheerleader, your one that you know won't make you feel stupid or anything like that. You can say, listen, I just wrote this most powerful breakup letter because I'm not drinking during the holidays. I'm not letting my mom push me over the edge. I am not letting people do this. You know, you might even choose not, this may be like, <gasps> you may even choose not to go. If this if this is environment for you, I don't know your family situation, but I had someone that I'm working with that she chose because her family was so unhealthy for her and toxic. She just chose to do something different for Thanksgiving and she stayed sober-minded happy and continue to trust herself and felt joy. Nobody really gave her a huge flack about it. And if they do, it's okay. This is all about you. And if, if I can give you a sign right now, and I know I'm tough and I'm, you know, I'm the tough one and kind of ambitious and disciplined and all that, and sort of a straight talker, and you may be a little more tender and have more empathy and more compassion. And I get you and we, I love you and we need you in this world and stop letting people influence you and push you around and do things you don't want to do. Now, I know that's easier said than done, but I'm calling you out right now. This is your life. You have one. This is the only one you have. 
the only one you have. What are you going to do with it? I love you and I love this message so much. All right. Practice. Let's get practical now after you get all this like you heard my expressiveness after you get it out. Now, I want you to practice how you're going to say no in the mirror. Look in the mirror. Practice with your mouth and your eyes and your face and say, no, thank you. No, thank you. Not today. Not today. I appreciate you. No, thank you. I'm having blank. No, thank you. I'm having a Moscow mule. They don't need to know that it's a non-alcohol Moscow mule. Okay. This goes into the next one. No, thank you. I'm having a, this cool cranberry drink I made. Okay. That's the thing is, first of all, most people do not care and they're not going to know what's in your glass. So plan in advance your next, this is your next step. Plan in advance what you're going to eat and drink. Now, eating doesn't matter as much right now. However, for those of us who are really wanting to regulate and not just on Christmas, but just throughout the whole month. Next thing you know, if you just don't regulate what you're eating, you're going to feel miserable because you've been eating so well up until this point. So just know, okay, I'm going to have these things or this type of meal. I'm going to have one tiny dessert because that's a special treat, right? We like the little dessert around the holidays. I had a slice of pecan pie at Thanksgiving. It was amazing. And know what you're going to drink. Plan it ahead. Take your own fun drink. Make some mocktails between now and then. Your parties, your events, or whatever's going on. Try several and just see which one you really enjoy and take it with you. Pre-mix it if you want to. If you can pre-mix it and then just pour it in a glass, they really won't know there's not alcohol in there. If this is an issue of you really not wanting to address it yet, do that. Or take it with you and mix it there. Nobody's watching every single move you're making, right? And here's the last one that is a, might be new for you. And if you've ever heard of Mel Robbins, she's been talking about this for a while. And I've been using this in my own life. And it's called using the let them theory. So many of us try our darndest because we have this controlling part of us that wants to control other people. And you may say, no, I don't. Well, yes, you do, because you're wanting to control their view of you. You're wanting to control what they're going to say, what they're not going to say, that they're going to be okay with your drinking. You're wanting to control how they respond if you say no, because if you weren't, you would not be worried and having a problem to go and just say, no, I don't want to drink. We try to control people's view of us, people's response, even people that we love. It's just natural. We try to control because controlling gives us a false sense of safety and security. So what I want you to try, and this is what she shares, is if they have a drink, let them. If they roll their eyes at me, let them. If they laugh, let them. If they chew loud and gross me out, because they're, uh, they chew with their mouth open, let them. If they get rude or pushy because I choose to leave early, let them. Let them. Let other people be who they are going to be. And remember, you are only in control of you. You have pretended or believed 
that you actually have control of other people and other things, my sister, take it from me and trying that for decades, it does not work. And until you realize that and you really start to notice, whoo, I'm trying to control this. I just need to let them be them and work on me and my triggers and my responses and the things that I can actually control. And I can control when I say no, I can control what I put in my mouth. I can control what I say because I'm a grown woman and I have the power to do so. Okay. So you take this and you map it out and you make it fit you and your personality. I feel very, very passionate about this as if you can't tell, (laughs) but I want you to make this your own, whatever works for you. And if you're doing this work and for some reason you get in here and you get stuck and you have some insecurities or questions that pop up, just send me a message and I will do my best to help you navigate that for yourself so you can have a plan. I want you to have a plan. I want you to come out on the other side this January and be like, oh my God, Michelle, this is the first time I have ever been around all my family and did not drink. It is a Christmas miracle. And I'm so freaking proud of myself. That's what I want to hear. And I know you want that for yourself. Okay. Email me or just jump right in, get in the community, because these are the things, if you go to the stop over drinking roadmap, you can do this. So setfreesisterhood.com slash roadmap, sign up and get in the student community and ask, do this homework, ask these questions. I will jump in there and address you live and help you and work through this. That's the benefit of being part of the course is because you get more access to me and another community of women doing this thing together. That was one of the biggest things one of the ladies told me in the group coaching this month was like, hey, I'm already 10 days in. I don't want to drink during the holidays. I'm a little nervous about it. So if you're listening, I hope this is helping you. And then I'm also in, I'm here for it in the group. Y'all ready? Let's go. I love you. Talk next time. Hey friend, before you go, I want to make sure that you know about the free masterclass that is available for you. It's the five steps to help you stop over drinking without stress and overwhelm. Download it for free today at setfreesisterhood.com masterclass. I would love for you to come join the Facebook community too. I will put the link in the show notes. And if you're ready to see what support would look like so that you could start walking out your future of being alcohol-free and stepping into the woman who God is calling you to be, email me at michelle at setfreesisterhood.com. Until next time, stay blessed.